Oh, man. God, I was just sitting here wasting time before the stream and I didn't even turn my light on. Well, <clears throat> all right. Uh, well, welcome back, everybody. Grim Green, GrimGreen.com back here today. Welcome back to Tuesday, Bro Tuesday. This used to be a live call-in show. And maybe someday it's going to go back to that. But for now, for now, we're just picking a subject of the day and we're discussing it into the ground. Um, I do have some articles that I would like to read. Uh, the first things first, if you're new to Tuesday Bro Tuesday, much less structured than the vlog. The vlog is very regimented because it has to be regimented, but Tuesday Bro Tuesday is much more of a discussion about what's going on with everybody in the vape world, in the vape chat, in, in the you guys, the freedom guys, the freedom fighters. <laughs> Welcome everybody. I see you there, Scrapwood. I see you there. I saw Jeremy earlier as well, and there was someone in the chat. I wish I could, let me, I wanna, I'd, I'd like to go try to back and find this. I try to go back and find this. I can't, uh, someone, someone who will remain uh, un, unnamed, Matthew. Matthew Welch just said, man, oh man, do I wish we could just vape. Dude, <laughs> yes, I completely, completely agree with you. So last week we had that big announcement, right? FDA and they're banning flavored pods and things like this. Um, a lot of people were celebrating. No reason to celebrate. That was not a celebratory thing. That was not good enough in my opinion, because what's happening now is st we still have the states. We've been, we've been hyper-focused, I think, on Washington and Trump and the Hill and the FDA and Secretary Azar and people like this. That is critical. That, that is critical. And, and we've made lots of waves in that arena. And, and we are continuing to make lots and lots of waves in that arena. I mean, the, the mobilization of vapors on Twitter is just, it makes me smile. <laughs> it makes me smile like you guys can't imagine. I've been trying to get people on Twitter um, forever, for years and years and years, and now everybody's on Twitter and it's all its all happening. The mobilization of, of vapors on Twitter uh, really just warms my heart. And a perfect example of this is uh, the most recent, there was a truth initiative. What's up to you, Stone, Stone That Young Lil Punk? What's up to you, brother? I didn't save your life. You did the hard part. I was just on YouTube and you just happened to watch my videos. Really, it was more random chance than anything else, but it's not. that's not as fun, is it? It's just not as fun. Addy Tooney's here. Thank you, Addy Tooney, for being here. Appreciate that. Um, we got, I don't remember what I was talking about. We got states, states going off the rails. States going off the rails. So I was gonna say, a, one, a perfect example of my, uh, of my heartwarmingness of, Vapors on Twitter was the most recent Truth Initiative tweet. The Truth Initiative uh, tweeted out something about how, wow, in 2020, youths and teens are really, you know, it's ditched jewel. It's like ditch jewel type of thing. And they're ditching their jewels in the most creative ways. And the TikTok teamed up with the Truth Initiative to launch this viral campaign to get youths to dispose of their jewels in the most creative way possible. Also known as the most fucking dangerous way possible. Jewels have lithium ion batteries in them. You can't just dunk them in water like you have to be careful with these things there are little volatile batteries inside of there and the truth initiative and tiktok are encouraging encouraging 
Very dangerous behavior. Ironically, the youths would probably be better off vaping the jewel than trying to like break it in half, throw it in a fire. What? Throw it in a fire? You want kids throwing their jewels into fire, the truth initiative, and TikTok is just as much to blame? That's insanity to me. That's insanity to me. And so I saw this tweet on Twitter and I was like, oh, I am going to let the truth initiative have it. And I clicked on the tweet and it just, all of the comments, like 17 comments all underneath, all from vapors, all from harm reduction advocates, all basically saying the same thing that I was going to say. And it just made me so happy. I thought, man, our team is really growing. We we're becoming we're becoming a force to be reckoned with. You guys, we we have some political clout now. The vape vote is a really critical vote. Eileen, you don't like Billie Eilish? I like Billie Eilish. The vape vote is a is a really critical vote. It's a really very critical vote uh, at a federal level and nobody is re- nobody is recognizing this and I mean, it's going to be their own fault if nobody caters to the vape vote. It's their own fault, right? I mean, I can't think of it any other way. It's their own fault. There are millions of vapors nationwide, millions. Yeah, exactly, Thomas Crow. Saw one that threw like five jewels in a fire. Per- safe, safety first. You might lose some fingers. That's what I said. I said, well, you might lose some fingers, but at least you're ditching your jewel creatively, Unbelievable. Exactly, Amber. This is why we can't have nice things. It's unreal. And when I tell you guys to be relentless, you guys are being relentless. And it's awesome. I love seeing the relentlessness on social media. I love seeing the relentlessness on Twitter. So what we're going to try to do today, what we're going to attempt to do today, uh, I can't get to the description of this and that sucks. So I'm going to make this uh, hopefully a very robust link section of this particular video. What I wanted to do, apart from having some story time, hopefully at the end, I wanted to talk about Minnesota a little bit, but hopefully what I want to do is with your guys' help, we're going to do this together. This is a group effort. This is a group effort. This is a team. This is a team effort right here. So what I want to do is get a good I mean, see, the thing is, it's just going to be outdated really quickly, just really very quickly. I'm going to put as many call to actions as I can in the chat. I'm going to put as many calls to actions as I can in the description of this video. The problem, I should have thought this through, man, but the problem is they just become outdated very, very quickly. I mean, even this call to action that I have right now from CASA was already updated a few times. So it would just be, they just, they they get outdated too quickly. I think they would get outdated too quickly. But that doesn't mean, I'm putting a link in the chat right now. This is for New Jersey. This is for New Jersey. And uh, we're just gonna go ahead and jump right in unless anybody has any objections. Because I wanna just read this call to action. Just wanna read it. Call to action. So we're gonna switch to reading mode. So this is from uh, this is from the Casa website. This is VoterVoice.net. This is uh, what Casa uses. Why Grim Green won't have kids? They make it to where you can't have nice things. Yeah, basically, basically a hundred percent, basically eight eight thousand percent. 
We're talking. We're we're going to get to that. Hopefully, we're going to we're going to get to. There, there's been some talk of some more rallies and things happening as well. There's been talks of of more rallies and things happening as well. Yeah, we're going to get to California. Hopefully, um, New Jersey, uh, Connecticut happened is happening soon. Rhode Island. The, I believe the Rhode Island hearing was today. And I don't know. Welcome, Robert. Yo, yo, to you. The Rhode Island was hearing was today. And I don't know if anybody, I, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything for, out of Rhode Island. I know it was happening today. I was considering streaming a few hours earlier so that we could get the Rhode Island call to action out there as well. But the Rhode Island is, Rhode Island has had their uh, their hearing today, I believe, but again, I haven't heard any of the, uh, I haven't heard any of the results. I haven't heard any of the results. Oh, now I'm just clicking around. I was going to check Twitter to see if there were any. Okay, see, now I'm going way off the rails because this is what I wanted to read. We're going to get to the CDC in a second because, oh man, I just can't stand the CDC. Can't stand the CDC. I, I'm a little bit all over the place today, aren't I? I am a little bit all over the place today just because I had... This happens every week. This happens every single week. I start I, I start an episode of Tuesday Bro Tuesday right after I finish an episode of Tuesday Bro Tuesday. Same thing goes for the vlog. The, the, the moment I'm done with the vlog, I'm planning next week's vlog. The moment I'm done with Tuesday Bro Tuesday, I start thinking and planning, like what am I gonna do for the next Tuesday Bro Tuesday? We're gonna need a topic, we're gonna need articles. And then I start running across all of this really good critical information and I'm like, well, I would have to stream for like six hours if I wanted to read all this. So I really have so much like rattling around in my brain because I've been reading so many fucking articles and studies and nonsense. Yeah, California. California's in real big trouble. There could be some rage sweat today. I'm not really sure. The first thing we're gonna do while we're looking at it on the screen here (laughs) is we're gonna read this uh, from Kassah. And I just wanna read the most recent update. It says, just before the weekend... New Jersey's Vapor Trade Association announced that several vapor-related bills were scheduled for a hearing on Monday, January 6th. Within 24 hours, the Trade Association negotiated for these bills to be pulled from the agenda. While pulling anti-vaping bills from the agenda affords everyone a delay, the legislation is almost guaranteed to receive a committee hearing unless we take action. This is for New Jersey. New Jersey is in real real rough spot, real rough spot. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Chloe over there at mturk.net for really, I mean, really taking charge and getting tons of really good information out there. If you are in New Jersey, if you're a New Jersey resident and you want to stay the most up-to-date possible that you can on what's happening in New Jersey, follow mturk.net on, uh, on Instagram. You'll occasionally see some dope shots of like, you know, liquids and RDAs, but you're going to get a ton of really good information. Chloe is in New Jersey, and so she is hyper-focused on New Jersey. All the, yeah, I mean, all of the information, it's on their Instagram as far as when this is happening and what is happening, but let's continue here. It says, lawmakers need to hear from you, all of you. These bills could be rescheduled for a hearing as early as Thursday, January 9th. That's this Thursday. 
That's this Thursday. Please use the form provided to send an email to your lawmakers. New Jersey residents are also encouraged to make contact with committee members. Contact information and talking points are all provided below. So I put this link in the chat already. It's going to be in the description. But what this does is it lists out everything. Everybody you need to contact is on here. Everybody that you need to contact. I can't get rid of this compose your message and it's covering up the Twitters, but it has their email, their name, their email, their phone number, and their Twitter. There's no reason why if you're in New Jersey that you don't have this as a permanent bookmark and you're not utilizing it every single day. Every single day. And Casal always includes, you know, at the bottom, points to include in your emails and phone calls. Briefly share your story about switching to vaping and what role that flavor played in helping you switch. Uh, notice any health changes you've experienced. Briefly discuss, you know, that we've been through this song and dance before. Basically, respectfully tell your story. Respectfully tell your story. Respectfully tell your story, how vaping has impacted you, and what would happen, I mean, what would be the result of a full-on, full-on ban. New Jersey, this isn't just a, 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 a little bit of a tax. This isn't like a 40% tax, although that would be ridiculous in and of itself, which we'll talk about in a second. This isn't a flavor ban. This is an everything ban. This is a vaping ban in New Jersey. This is everything. This, this trumps, no pun intended, this trumps the FDA's announcement of flavors and restricting flavors to adult-only vape shops used in, you know, that cater to adult vapors. This is above and beyond that. This is, this is prohibition. This is prohibition, and it's just those problem states on the East Coast, and I apologize if you're... Thank you, Addy Tooney, for that link. In fact, I'm going to include that link. I'm going to click it, and I'm going to include it yeah, I'm going to include it on the uh, in the description of this video. In the description of this video. Yeah, New Jersey, full on, full on, full on ban. Uh, if we're going to click real quickly over to Washington D.C. District of Columbia, this is uh, this was updated as of about an hour ago. D.C. stopped the flavor ban. Send in your comments on Thursday, January twenty second, twenty twenty. Washington D.C.'s Judiciary and Public Safety Committee held a hearing on three bills that include a ban on flavors and limiting access to any vapor products left on the market by requiring a prescription to purchase. Prescription to purchase, and that's. That's the problem with government. That's the problem with everything. <laughs> it's just over-bureaucracy, over-regulation. It's insane to me. It's insane to me. In Washington, D.C., you'd have to get a prescription to, to, to get a flavored vape product. You'd have to get a prescription. Let's make smokers jump through hoops. You want to quit? Not that easy. <laughs> We're going to make you jump through a thousand hoops to even get access to a vapor product, which may or may not be even flavored to begin with. It's insanity. It's ins Knowing what we know about vaping, making vaping less accessible to the people that need it is up infuriating. It's infuriating. You know, Eileen, it's not just an East Coast thing. Um, what I believe is going on in the East Coast is uh, it's just proximity. 
I, I think that's what really what's happening on the East Coast is it's just proximity. I mean, this all started with, uh, well, I mean, besides Governor Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, this all started with Cuomo in New York. Remember his big quote about, uh, is vaping better than smoking? Yes. Technically, yes. But so what? He was basically just telling every smoker in his state, just fuck you. Fuck you. And if you quit with vaping, fuck you too. And he doesn't want that in his state for some reason. And he doesn't want it coming over the borders into his state. So he's going after uh, Massachusetts. He's going after Connecticut. He wants this alliance of anti-vaping on the East Coast. Because if, oh, if they ban it in New York, it can still just come right over the border. Just It's just a quick little hop because New York's such a tiny little state over there. Right over the border. Cuomo won't stand for that. Cuomo will not stand for that. Deplorables. Exactly. Deplorables. Don't you know that smokers and nicotine users are the worst people on earth? Didn't you know that? I figured from watching the mainstream media, we would have all learned that. That smokers and vapors are the worst people on earth. Technically, yes. But so what? I blame this all 100% on Cuomo. And I mean the other governors as well because it doesn't seem like they put up much of a fight. But Cuomo, he, he expressed concerns about this in interviews in the past. He talked about reaching out to Governor Jerry, or Governor Jerry Brown. <sighs> what? Governor Jerry Brown is the old governor of California, I think. There's too many politicians' names to remember. It's, it's silly. Massachusetts. Uh, what's the mask guy? Charlie Baker, Charlie Baker, he's the one who reached out to Charlie Baker. He's the one who, who in, in, incited all of this. Oh, yeah, it's not, his, right, it's not his state. It's not his state. It's just, I, I get it. Cuomo, Cuomo just vetoed a bill that removed pre-authorization for OUD medication treatment. Oh, fantastic. Cool, Cuomo. Cuomo's really, yeah, Gavin Newsom is uh, California. California's got a long way to go. And so this is, uh, let's get back over here to this flavor ban. Let's get back over here to this flavor ban. On Thursday, January 22nd, there's a flavor ban. So you can submit written comments opposing the flavor ban in D.C. to this email address. There are uh, residents of Washington, D.C. You can contact these council makers. CASA really does make this uh, as, as easy as possible. We just need to get people to do it, we just need to get people to do it. Um, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna, I'm gonna shift gears here just a little bit. Let me hydrate myself real quick, hydro homies. Yeah, Washington D.C., uh, Rhode Island. Yeah, Rhode Island was today. Rhode Island was the seventh. Uh, the seventh, I think it was at 3 p.m. East Coast time. Um, there was a hearing in Rhode Island. I don't know, like I said, uh, I don't know anything about it. Uh, Cuomo will be looking for a new job when his next election comes up along with Baker. Baker, maybe they can be unemployment buddies. Yeah, I mean, I can't... It kills me that people are ignoring the vape vote. I mean, Paul Blair has put this out on Twitter so many times of how many vapors are voters in the United States. State by state's breakdowns of all these voters in states. It's crazy to me. 
It's crazy to me that no one is courting the vape vote. No one is saying, hey, I'll help you. I'll protect some vapors. I'll do that. I'll look at the science. I'll, I'll, I'll pander to the vapors. Pander to us. I don't care. Pander. Exactly. Governor Cuomo, you're not getting reelected. So what? Got a super chat here from Eric. Appreciate that. Cuomo is pronounced Cuomo for fuck's sake. Oh, is it Cuomo? That's okay. I like saying his name wrong. I just, I, I secretly think it, it pisses him off more. Cuomo. Cuomo. Eh, I like Cuomo. I like calling him the wrong name. It's just an extra little dig. It's just an extra little dig right there. Just a little dig. Uh, oh, that's we had another Smiterman with another correction. I believe the correct, correct pronunciation is jackass. Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds right to me. That sounds just fine to me. So uh, Rhode Island, I don't know what's going on in Rhode Island. Uh, I believe this was, yes, uh, the existing flavor ban in Rhode Island is already creating problems. Um, this was a full flavor ban flavor ban on everything so shops closing down livelihoods being destroyed that's awesome that's fantastic yeah new jersey this week we got information in the description in the chat for new jersey we got information in the description in the chat for washington dc rhode island unfortunately fortunately already happened the hearing already happened and i don't have any results for it yeah i guess so here's the thing i mean Happy Hippie brings up a really good point. Gotta love socialism. But here's the thing. Vaping actually fits good within uh, socialist systems. I mean, the United Kingdom is a perfect way to look at this. They have socialized medicine, and it's in their fiscal, you know, financial best interests to have the healthiest citizens as possible because when their citizens get sick, the government's footing the bill. So, of course, they're going to embrace vaping. Oh, What? No more cancer, no more COPD or heart disease, things like this. Let's keep our citizens as healthy as possible. When you have a non-socialized healthcare system like we have in the United States, it's not in the best interest for anybody to be healthy. <laughs> There's no money in healthy people. There's just no money in healthy people. I can't think of any other way to say it. There's just no money in healthy people. And when millions of people suddenly quit cigarettes <laughs> that's a that's a scary thing if you're you know if you're a uh, if you're a purveyor of sickness it's a scary thing you want sick citizens sick citizens they're easier to control mark uh, max b yo yo vape rally in milwaukee next tuesday very excited considering i couldn't make it to dc oh there's going to be a rally in milwaukee uh, i'm not sure I'm not sure about that rally, but I know for sure there are rallies being planned. Uh, let me, okay. I was just going to post this on Twitter. Nope, that's not a thing. I thought I saved uh, pictures. There's a there's a CDC and an FDA rally being planned by the UVA, I believe. Tristan and the UVA, the United Vaping Alliance, the ones that planned the Washington, D.C. rally, I believe they're planning rallies for March for both the FDA and the CDC. Tristan has been kind of posting this all over social media. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it on Facebook. Very, very interesting. I would personally like to go to Atlanta and visit the CDC. Uh, 
I would rather do that, I think, than go and visit the FDA. But then again, I mean, I don't know. They're trying to plan this so that it happens on the same day, so that one day of rallies will cover both the CDC and the FDA. I'm not sure if there's numbers to do that. I'd love the numbers to be able to do that. I don't know if that's such a good move, having two rallies on the same day. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, If I'm ever in Alabama, Nero, you can definitely, definitely buy me a beer. And yes, socialism is government tyranny. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pro-socialism, but saying that banning vaping is like, oh, well, you got to love socialism. It's not, that's not the reason uh, that, that it's happened. It has nothing to do with uh, socialism or anything like that. It does definitely have to do with the Dems and the left, but that doesn't mean it has to do with uh, socialism. You know, I just want to, you know, just trying to clear things up. I'm not saying these in like a condescending kind of tone or anything like that. I just want us all to be, you know, on the same page and have as much information as possible. And that includes me too. One of the things that I uh, genuinely enjoy is when I'm wrong, because when I'm wrong, that means that someone's given me the correct information and now I'm not wrong anymore. That's that's how I look at it. So I like being uh, corrected, and I like having the correct uh, the correct information. Yeah, average cost of cancer treatments for one year is one hundred and sixty thousand eight hundred. That's ridiculous. That's unbelievable, Thomas Crow. That's unbelievable to me. Yeah. Yeah, PMTAs, yeah. We'll talk about the PMTAs a little bit. Um, I wanted to focus a little bit on California, if I could. Let's do this one first. Look at this. Here we go. Uh, This, oh, no, this has already passed. This has already passed too. Damn it. Tuesday, December 7th. Monday, December 9th. Oh, this is 2019. Okay, this isn't even, good Lord. This is Arkansas. This is a year ago. Well, didn't even know about this. Hope hope Arkansas pulled through. Dang. Didn't even didn't even realize. Didn't even know about that. Didn't even know about that. So, um I would like to talk about California a little bit. So, California Yeah, and if you're here now and you enjoy my company, uh just hit that like button. Just like the smash button smash the like button, punch it, use your finger, just press the button, lick it, lick your computer, lick it. So California is very much in the same, very, very similar position as New Jersey right now. New Jersey's trying to pass a uh, full, full ban, but just ban, just ban everything, ban it all, ban it, ban it. That's what New Jersey's trying to do. That's exactly what California's trying to do. Exactly, Kevin. It's not socialism that's causing the problem. Your state and federal governments are corrupt, money-hungry beasts. Yes, it's crony capitalism that has gotten in the way of all of this. Vaping, you guys, vaping is interrupting, and this is something I've said on YouTube ad nauseum, vaping is intrusive and it is interrupting so many revenue streams so many revenue streams. I mean, apart from like big pharma, big tobacco, uh, you know, crony revenue streams, the relationship between uh, big pharmaceuticals and our own government health officials, relationships between the FDA and big tobacco. I mean, we are interrupting a lot of well, heavily relied upon revenue streams, including, I'm sure we're all aware, 
of the master settlement agreement. That's something that we've been talking about for year, literally years, literally years we've been talking about the master settlement agreement. Literally years. California, California's going after vaping. I mean, it's really transparent for money. Really transparently for the master settlement agreement. California hates vaping. California has about 870-ish million little reasons to hate vaping. And that's called the Master Settlement Agreement. And I want to talk about California just a little bit. Follow the money, period. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you, Janine. 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 Follow the money, Janine. Follow the money. Let's talk about California just a little bit. This isn't something I'm going to be able to read the whole thing on. Um, And you can't. It's kind of cutting off the headline there. I apologize. Maybe I can uh, boop. There we go. Boop. That's much better. Look at that. Scaling website. Uh, Not exactly. Can I do this? No, kind of still cuts it off a little bit. Okay, well, it's whatever. California vaping bill would ban all flavored tobacco sales in stores. So it's a really kind of vague, ambiguous headline because as a vapor, we know that officially, officially vapor products, according to the federal government, are considered tobacco products, even though that seems insane to me. Still seems insane to me. Still seems insane to me that this is a tobacco product. Show me the tobacco. Show it to me. Real interesting terminology that they go, oh, well, it has uh, nicotine from tobacco in it. So therefore, it's a tobacco product. And you kind of go, that logic and rationale doesn't work anywhere else in the world. Nowhere else in the world do we categorize things like that. Pepsi, Pepsi, Soda, cola, Pepsi-Cola, they get their caffeine from coffee beans. Does that make Pepsi a coffee product? Does it get regulated on the agricultural markets? No, of course not. Because you don't call soda a coffee product just because it has caffeine in it. It's insane. Has nicotine in it, so it must be a tobacco product? You fucking lunatic you can't take one ingredient sorry about the sorry about the obscenities i try to refrain from obscenities sometimes same picture right bradley same fucking picture they always use this picture every anti-vaping thing or any vaping thing where they're trying to maybe some of it's even truthful but they're trying to portray vaping in like a gross you know deplorables welcome we are the deplorables They use this same image of this girl with, and she's got like, you can see stringy hair. She's got acne on her face. You can see her fingernails and like the nail polish is coming off. She definitely has a customized jewel, something that says girl on it, a sticker on her jewel. You instantly look at this picture and they want you to say, I would, would, that's not someone I would, that's a deplorable. That's someone underneath me. That's someone underneath me doing something that I don't agree with. Vaping bill in California would ban all flavored tobacco sales in stores. And what they mean by all flavored tobacco is all flavored everything. It includes snooze. It includes vaping. Tobacco everything. Tobacco is now this one word that can somehow mean cigarettes, 
It can also mean cigars. It can also mean uh, pipe tobacco. It can also mean batteries. It can also mean cotton. It can also mean liquid nicotine. Tobacco is just, everything is tobacco now. Everything is tobacco. Is that a bow? You know, you're right, Smiter Man. You're right that that is a bow. That's not a jewel. That's a bow. You're right. I couldn't tell, but you can tell because of the magnetic charging on the bottom. Jewels don't have that, do they? No, jewels do have that. That is a jewel. Yeah, that's a jewel. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. That's a jewel. <laughs> Zero vapes. Yell and scream as you will, but governments will get their way one way or the other. All we can do is keep vaping and fighting for a right to vape. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And part of that fighting for our rights is yelling and screaming and being louder than the guy next to you. Being louder than the guy next to you. You know, I, I've mentioned this as many times as I can remember, but Joe Rogan has that term where he says it's just the war of the loud. Whoever's louder wins. And in America, money is real loud. <laughs> Bloomberg. All right. War of the... I agree. It is a jewel. No, it's, it's not a bow. It's a jewel. That's definitely a jewel. Look at the shape of the cartridge. It's got that diamondy shape. Bows didn't have that diamondy shape. Bows don't have those pods. That's a jewel with a wrap on it. That's a jewel with a wrap on it. If you think it's a bow, that's fine. But you're wrong. So California, yeah, this is happening soon. Um, the person, the person responsible for this is uh, Senator Jerry Hill. Here's all of his contact information. I'm gonna go ahead and put this in the chat. I'm gonna put it in the description of this video as well. Here's the thing about Senator Jerry Hill. He is one slippery shit. It's really hard to get a hold of him. The guy doesn't have a Twitter. Senator Jerry Hill doesn't have a Twitter, so if we want to get in touch with Senator Jerry Hill regarding the California tobacco ban, then you have to call him. You got to send him an email. You got to pop into his office, maybe. There's his phone and his fax. You could send him a fax. You could fax bomb him. You can send him like 200 faxes a minute. Senator Jerry Hill is the one. Senator Jerry Hill out of Sacramento. Actually, I think he's in uh, I think he's in San Mateo, California. Um, he's the one responsible for all of this. Now, I know that I like to do story time with Grim Green. This article is from the LA Times is just too long to read the whole thing. It's just too long. But we're gonna try. Sacramento, days after concerns over youth vaping led the Trump administration to announce a partial ban on many e-cigarette pods, California lawmakers on Monday introduced a much stronger measure to outlaw store sales of all flavored tobacco products in the state. Proof that fighting works is here in Ireland. The people won and now everyone vapes, even elderly, even doctors recommend it to smokers to switch to vapes. The proof that fighting works. The proof that fighting works. There's proof that fighting works all over the world. Ireland, is that is a great example. You, that is a great example. Just the fact that 
please don't bomb senators. Yeah, uh, facts, facts, uh, facts. I didn't mean bomb like a, like an explosive. I would never, never advocate. Vi- I mean, uh, no, we're not advocating any sort of violence here. Of course not. I meant like a lot of faxes, like a fuck ton of faxes, like a Twitter bomb, you know, where you just tweet. We get we get like uh, as many people as we can to all tweet at one person. Twitter bomb, good old fashioned Twitter bomb. Send them some faxes. This proposal would go far beyond the federal government's plan announced Thursday for a temporary ban on many candy and fruit-flavored e-cigarette products that could be lifted if companies can convince the U.S. Food and Drug Administration that the pods are safe. Putting vapor products under more more scrutiny than their counterpart, than burning combustible tobacco cigarettes... Do, do combustible cigarettes need to prove that they're safe? No, they're just on the market. They're just grandfathered in. They're just always available. But something to to counteract that, an alternative to smoking, needs to somehow prove that it's safe. It's an alternative to smoking. It could be 8% safer and it should still be allowed on the market. It could be 0% safer and should still be allowed on the market. Adult fucking choice but the fact that it's estimated 95 percent less harmful for you and it still needs to prove that it's safer than deadly deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes that are currently and will forever be allowed on the market including two brand new brands that just came out don't forget last month the fda approved approved the sale for sale two brand new combustible tobacco cigarette brands and one heat not burn and one snooze but not vaping because for some reason we're holding vaping to this immeasurable standard of safety that it needs to pass not only does it need to be safe not only it needs to it needs to 100% be safe. It needs to be 100% effective in switching smokers. Otherwise, it's not worth it. And we'll just stick to what hasn't been working in the past. We'll stick to our same NRTs with their little 16% success rate. We'll just stick to those unless vaping can prove that it's basically a god. It's completely unreasonable. I think it's insanity that we're holding vaping to a higher level of safety than cigarettes <laughs> cigarettes fax bomb translation an influx of messages sent via phone line and transmitted into a legible medium printed on paper stan i'm glad you're here for anybody curious this is just what i'm vaping today I threw a picture of it up on instagram i set up uh, my little usv arc guy in all blue because i love blue on blue action and i threw that new horizon tech falcon 2 sub ohm tank on top of there it's fine flavor kind of sucks but otherwise it's fine flavor kind of sucks but otherwise it's fine yeah yeah, low nick equals more sigs, more money, more deaths, but who cares? Not the FDA. The FDA doesn't care. In fact, the FDA is so misguided in this. They're so misguided in their crusade that the FDA believes that lower nicotine cigarettes are going to be a net 
benefit to public health. Could you imagine approving two new combustible cigarette brands? And not only that, that alone is insanity, but also believing that those two brand new combustible cigarette brands are going to be a net benefit to public health. What the what? What the what? That's insanity. I feel like Kevin McAllister. So what? What's up, vaping with Vic? Yeah, we're all we're all paying attention to you now. Hope you feel good. You completely derailed the derailed the whole stream. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Let's all see what vaping Vic has to say. I'm just kidding, man. Yeah, health agency. Health agency. The proposal would go far beyond the federal government's plan announced Thursday for a temporary ban on many candy and fruit-flavored e-cigarette products that could be lifted if companies can convince the U.S. Food and Drug Administration that the pill that the pods are safe. Senate Bill not so oh, I said it wrong right out of the gate. Senate Bill 793 would prohibit flavored products not covered by the federal ban, including menthol-flavored cartridges and refillable tank-based vaping systems that can be filled with. Listen to this terminology. Flavored chemicals. How scary does that sound? Flavored chemicals. Flavored chemicals. They didn't have to say flavored chemicals. They could have said flavored ingredients. They could have listed the ingredients. Vegetable glycerin sounds less threatening, in my opinion, than flavored chemicals. The only reason the LA Times used the word chemicals there is because it sounds scary. How's that for some journalism? This article's not scary enough. We need to really terrify our citizens. We need to terrify Los Angeles soccer moms into, uh, into wanting to ban flavored vapor products. It would also outlaw flavors for traditional combustible cigarettes and cigars, as well as for chewing tobacco and hookah pipes. Um, the hookah thing, they're going to have a real, they're going to have a real uphill battle, honestly, uh, from the hookah, from the hookah people, it's a very, very cultural thing here in Los Angeles. I mean, people like to talk shit on L.A. I talk shit on L.A., but ultimately, L.A. is an incredibly, incredibly culturally diverse city. We have a little Armenia. I mean, we have, a, a, you know, Japantown and Koreatown, and it's, it's a very, very diverse uh, city. Hookah pipes are a cultural part of large groups of this city. And at the LA County flavor ban hearing that I went to last year, <laughs> that I went to last year, um, the hookah people were there much more in force than, than even the vaping people and even the menthol cigarette people. Usually the menthol cigarette, I know. Water is a chemical, dihydrogen monoxide. Uh, it causes excessive sweating. It causes uh, frequent urination. Uh, if you consume too much of it, dihydrogen monoxide, you can die. Yeah, definitely avoid dihydrogen monoxide. It is a, it is a dangerous chemical. It's in a lot of the foods you eat. Uh, it's in landfills. Um, they use it uh, in cars. Mm-hmm. Dihydrogen monoxide. Forget about flavored dihydrogen monoxide. Just needs to sound scary. Doesn't need to be factual. Just needs to sound scary. So I think that California trying to ban flavored hookah 
they, uh, they're going to have an uphill battle. I think they're really going to have an uphill battle with that. This measure does not apply to products available on the internet, including those sold by out-of-state businesses. It is supported by health and young advocacy groups. So it's not an online ban. It's not an online ban. So you kind of go, well, at least it's not an online ban. That's not good enough. All the vape shops in California are about to close. Uh, JJ Jenkins, who opened the first vape shop in California, the very first vape shop in California, not too far from me, first vape shop in California, the vapor spot. First vape shop in California. The guy's been in business for like nine years in Southern California. This is going to completely close his shop, all of his shops, all of the shops in the state. I mean, unless they can, well, look, I'm not a great businessman, but unless they can pivot, uh, you know, and start, whoop, now we're selling uh, water pipes and uh, short fills. There's going to be a lot of short fills in Southern California. This legislation was announced by a bipartisan group, including uh, including Democrat Lieutenant Governor Eli Konulakis and 30 lawmakers led by this man, Senator Jerry Hill. In case you wanted to contact him, I'm going to put this in the chat one more time. Senator Jerry Hill. All of this is being laid out by Senator Jerry Hill. I want my country back too, money man. I want my country back in a mean way. Uh, Listen to this. This legislation (laughs) led by Senator Jerry Hill, who called flavored vaping products (laughs) death bait. (laughs) Death bait. Vapor products, flavored vapor products are death bait. Tell me that doesn't sound like angry old Jeff Sessions going, I don't think anybody should smoke marijuana. There's no reason to. It's death bait. It's as bad as heroin. He sounds, Jerry Hill sounds like the most like, that. that is the ultimate, that is the ultimate okay boomer comeback. That is the ultimate okay boomer comeback. Okay, Boomer, death bait. You sound like reefer madness in the 50s, except now it's vapor madness. Death bait. (laughs) Death bait. Death bait. Other states are considering additional restrictions on flavored products, but California could become the second state to adopt a full ban should the bill become law. Massachusetts will permanently prohibit flavored tobacco sales starting in June. Flavored tobacco products are the gateway to nicotine addiction, Hill said in a statement. The taste of aromas and candy, fruit and other popular flavors insidiously entice children, teens and others into unhealthy and potentially life-threatening habits. So Governor Senator Jerry Hill is out of his mind. He is completely out of touch with reality insidiously enticing children and teens. Someone send Senator Jerry Hill the 2019 National Youth Tobacco Survey data where youth say that the number one reason why they tried vaping was curiosity. (laughs) The number one reason 
Flavors wasn't even second. Flavors was third. And even then, the only flavors were mint and menthol. I don't, there was not one mention in the National Youth Tobacco Survey. No one said uh, gummy bear. No one said birthday cake. Unreal. So again, the man behind all of this wonderfulness in California, Senator Jerry Hill. You can contact him with an email. You can con- you can swing by maybe the Capitol office if you're in Sacramento, California. JBC's up there. Maybe she can swing swing by. We're gonna we're gonna we can send him phone calls. There's his fax. We could send him fax if you if you're curious as to what a fax is. Uh, just see Stan Tenacious TX Vapes. Uh, brilliant description of what a fax is. <laughs> unreal unreal so here's the thing i i like i said i don't have time to read this entire thing um i just really wanted to read that beginning part with senator jerry hill and him calling flavored vapor products wait wait what did he call them what did he call them death bait (laughs) death bait death bait oh my god Oh my God, death bait. I can't, that is just laughable. That is just laughable to be. Just laughable. Death bait. Come on, death bait. You feel like that's a little over the top? And I I feel like there's nowhere for us to escalate things anymore. Like as soon as Scott Gottlieb was like vaping epidemic, Epidemic is a very huge, serious, serious word to be used, not lightly. And I feel like the next time in the United States, there is an actual sort of epidemic. No, everyone's going to go, oh, it's just epidemic. Remember the youth vaping epidemic? It's just another epidemic. It's no big deal. No, you guys, this is really bad. There's like a real, real epidemic this time. Well, you told us there was an epidemic before. And you told us there was an epidemic of teens vaping, which turned out to be not an epidemic of teens vaping. Politicians, what, you know, wonder why they don't get trusted. <laughs> By existing, we don't trust you. Vape rallies across California? Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like the Capitol building, Sacramento, California, would honestly be the best place to have a rally. I Obviously, for me, I would say Los Angeles, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't... Sacramento would really be, Michael, very gracious of you, by the way, fist bump for you. Uh, Sacramento, I think, would really be the place to go. So let's send Jerry Hill some snail pellets. Well, now I'm going to Google what snail pellets are. Uh, Snail pellets. The dangers of slug and snail pellets. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, this is to kill snugs and slugs and snails. No, I don't want to. I don't want to kill. No, what? Don't send him snail pellets. <laughs> that, that see that would actually be death bait, though. See, I get that old bat two cats. I get it. That is actually death bait. As actually a death bait. Okay. Whew. Well, we got about a half hour left. Um, there's. There's just so much going on in the States right now. Uh, Hang on, let me turn off my heater. I'm sweating. I run chilly. You know, I run chilly. Even here in Southern California, I have the tendency to run chilly. And so, uh, you know, I got a little space heater. It's whatever. Don't judge me. 
It'll turn off in a second. It's just uh, it's just cooling down. I'm hoping you guys can't uh, can't hear that. The death bait RDA. Yeah, look, I'm gonna call a liquid death bait. I call dibs on death bait liquid. Nobody else can use it. Death bait. <laughs> the death bait RDA. The death bait RSA. RTA. Remember RSAs? Yeah. What about banning fluoride? No, no. That's too that's too accepted. Nobody cares about fluoride anymore. Nobody cares about your pineal gland. <laughs> Nobody cares about your pineal gland. Uh, so here, let me post the link to this, this article that I was reading from the LA Times. It's just too long because I wanted to get to this article uh, in Minnesota. There's, you know, I explained this earlier, but there was just too many, too many articles that I came across that I was like, I want to read this on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I want to read this on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. I want to read this on Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. It's too many. It's too many. That LA one is so long. I wish I could read the whole thing and I just can't. Yeah, and there, there are actual, actual THC gummy bears, happy hippie. Actual THC gummy bears. And I brought this up before. I brought this up so many times, so many times. But when given the option, youths will clearly choose the less harmful option. No one's celebrating that. No one's celebrating that youths are making better decisions because to the powers that be, they're not making better decisions. But if you know, and you've studied vaping and you know about vaping and you know the science behind vaping, they are making the less harmful decision. What happens when we take the less harmful, uh, add it to the bill for Thursday? Yeah, we knew that. We knew that it was coming up on Thursday. We knew that the hearing was coming up on Thursday. Good. Um, what was I talking? Take away the less harmful option. They're going to rebel somewhere. They just are. Where are they going to rebel to if you take away their less harmful option? I mean, these are unintended uh, and what I feel severe consequences of doing this of, this, of this legislation that they're not clearly thinking through. Yeah, pay your taxes, you parasites. Pay your taxes. Taxation is theft. That's, that's where I'm leaning now. Going full libertarian, gonna go full AMCAP. Taxation is theft. I hate giving 40% of everything I make to the federal government. I hate it. Great, appreciate that. Take 40% of everything I make. I hope you go build another aircraft carrier. So let's talk about Minnesota. Let's talk about Minnesota for this last little uh, this last little bit of the stream here. I want to read this article uh, from Market Watch. And this article, let's get through it. It makes some good points. But it is also just a little bit rage-inducing. Just a little bit rage-inducing. Just a hair rage-inducing. Just the slightest little bit of rage-inducingness. But this comes from marketwatch.com. Big headline on it says, Minnesota introduced an e-cigarette tax to deter people from vaping and then smoking rates increased. Are you serious? Wait, it's on this are you serious? This happened? It deterred people from vaping and they went back to smoking cigarettes? What? That's not real. This couldn't possibly be an unattended side effect of vape bans and vape taxes. Let's read into this a little bit more. Levying high taxes on an e-cigarette product could make adult smokers less likely to quit smoking. That makes sense to me. 
This, according to researchers from the National Bureau of Economic Research, City University of New York, and Bentley University, higher e-cigarette taxes in Minnesota increased smoking rates and led to a fall in the rate of adult smokers who quit, implying that e-cigs are a likely substitute for conventional cigarettes among current users. The researchers analyzed 1992 to 2015 data from the current population surveys tobacco use supplements. Taxing e-cigarettes at the same rate as cigarettes would increase e-cigarette prices by about 62%, but also boost traditional smoking by about 8% and deter some 2.75 million smokers from quitting. This is already happening in Minnesota. Among Minnesota's roughly 600,000 adult smokers in 2014, some 32,400 additional adults would have quit smoking during the sample period that had, during the sample period had that tax not been in effect. The researchers found applying the state's tax at a national level would have deterred an estimated 1.83 million smokers from quitting over 10 years, they added. We find consistent and robust evidence that the e-cig tax in Minnesota increased adult smoking relative to what it would have been in the absence of this tax. That's that's huge. That is huge right there. Let me get let me dig on this super chat real quick from uh Death wish over here, less harmful is not their concern. It's the less profitable they are worried about douche canoes. They are, they are douche canoes and they are worried about profits. They're not worried about harm because if they were concerned about harm in any capacity, then these products would be getting regulated on the spectrum of harm that they cause with combustible tobacco cigarettes being you know, the most and then nothing being the least. Where does vaping fall in that continuum of risk? Because we know where cigarettes are. You know, we know where Icos heat not burn kind of lands. We know where snus kind of lands. But for some reason, vaping is off the charts. Vaping isn't even included in this continuum of risk. It's just assumed. Like, well, it's the worst. Well, it's the worst. Worse than smoking. Tax it out of existence. Ban it and tax it out of existence. And I have no way to prove this. I have no way to prove my next statement. Damn, I need a refill. I have no way to prove my next statement, but way, way, way back in 2009, when I was doing one of my very, very, very first advocacy videos about the California e-cig ban, I did two, I did the California e-cig ban and then a California e-cig ban update. Um, I said something to the effect of, I don't think that the federal government wants to ban vaping. I, I don't think they're going to be able to ban vaping. I think what the federal government is going to do is just make it as difficult as possible for you to vape. I mean, that kind of sounds like what they're doing right now. How long have we been waffling, flipping back and forth? Ban, no bans, bans, no bans, bans, no bans. Uh, oh, some bans, flavor bans. Well, now the flavor bans only for adult shops. Oh, no. They're making it as difficult to vape as they possibly can. They're making it as confusing as they possibly can. They, they, they use these ridiculously convoluted, impossible to follow PMTA pathways. They use ridiculous verbiage and language to make things sound worse and scarier than they really are. 
It's crazy. It's crazy to me. I feel like I'm living in a clown world and I need new adjectives except for crazy and insane because all I've been saying is crazy and insane, but it's insane to me. The other day, the other day I saw a semi truck, um, that was, uh, for crown Royal and it was a crown Royal truck and it had a big, uh, graphic all down the side of it. That was like for crown Royal peach. And it just said, you know, drink luxurious booze that's flavored like peach. And that's it. And it was just a big advertisement and there was no warnings, no, no warning, no warning, no nothing, no, uh, alcohol causes birth defects. No, uh, drinking too much of this liquid will literally kill you. No, uh, this causes inebriation to the point where you shouldn't drive not no warnings, but we have to warn people that nicotine's addictive. In 2020, we have to warn people that nicotine is addictive, but we don't have to warn people about alcohol. And that's really just because alcohol, I mean, prohibition was not that long ago. <laughs> prohibition was not that long ago. Alcohol since prohibition, since the temperance movement, which if you want to get into prohibition, we can get into some prohibition. The temperance movement, AKA the 2019 soccer moms kicked off prohibition. So it's not shocking to me that soccer moms in 2019 kicked off vaping prohibition. Prohibition was not that long ago. Yeah. But now culturally, societally, it's just so accepted. It's such an accepted normal thing. Uh, there, it's just everybody expects you to drink. And when you say, oh, I'm not, I'm not going to have a drink. People are like weirded out. They're like, wait, why? Why are you not drinking? Why don't you want a beer? You don't you want a drink? Don't you want to drink alcohol? Come on, let's have a drink. Let's go for a drink. You want to get drinks? Let's go have some drinks. You want to get a drink and I buy you a drink? Drinking. It's just a normal thing. Everybody, it's a drink. They're promoting it on, uh, we're watching Dick Clark's New Year's and Eve. And they're like, drink up. This is sponsored by booze and you should be drinking booze. Hope everybody gets drunk tonight. They're encouraging people at home, start drinking, be part of the party. If you're not drinking, you can't be part of the party. Got to drink. It's become so, so societally normal that we don't even bat an eye when we see a huge advertisement for vodka with no warnings on it. No warnings. This is the this is the warning they should have, courtesy of Logan Exhales. Big, could you imagine big warnings on every alcohol ad ever that say 70,000 Americans die every year due to alcohol? Warning. 70,000 Americans die every year due to alcohol. And I remember even when I was younger, even when I was underage, I still haven't got to this Wisconsin article. Even when I was younger, even when I was underage, the only alcohol warnings that were ever visible to me as a teenager were drink responsibly. That's it. That's all. Would that work for vaping federal government? Vape responsibly. No, of course not because they want to ban it. I'm going to say it again. That's insane to me. Insane to me. Drink responsibly. That's it. Just drink responsibly. It'll fuck you up and could kill you and injure people around you that aren't drinking, but drink responsibly. And the drink responsibly just became drink responsibly, drink responsibly, gone. 
no more drink responsibly. At the end of Captain Morgan advertisements on television, because alcohol advertisements can be on television with no warnings whatsoever, at the end of Captain Morgan commercials, they always used to say, please drink responsibly. Right? Captain Morgan, put it in yourself and get drunk. Please drink responsibly. They just throw it on at the end. Now? Nah. They're banned, yeah. I still see commercials for beer. But about the Bud Bowl? I still see commercials for beer. Don't I? Am I wrong? Is this the Mandela effect? Do I not see commercials for beer anymore? Because I could swear I see commercials for beer. Didn't I just see Budweiser commercials this Christmas? Scott, very gracious of you. Vaping should be treated like alcohol, an adult product that does not cause inebriation or kill you, yet ha- kill you and happens to decrease deadly smoking diseases. Scott, welcome. I'm on your team. I'm on, I'm on board. I'm going to join the Scott Club because, yes, vaping should absolutely be treated like alcohol. It's an adult product. 21 and over and an ID check is enough for alcohol. How could it possibly not be enough for a vapor product? It's good enough for cigarettes. It's good enough for booze. It's good enough for all alcohol, beer. Got a card. Got to check that ID. And then, sure, if you're over 21, you just buy a handle of Jim Beam and just get blackout drunk. Why Why can't... Carding doesn't work? <laughs> I mean, if the federal government has a program in place that's like 21 and over for drinking, right? This is the law. It is 21 and over for drinking. Convenience stores, card, everybody. Liquor stores, you got to card everybody, right? Sometimes they don't. Sometimes underage youths, believe it or not, get a hold of alcohol. I, I didn't know this either, but apparently underage youths are drinking alcohol and they're somehow getting it you're somehow getting it from these places for years, 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 <laughs> years. No bans. No bans. The only solution ever is more enforcement, right? That's why they send, you know, undercover people. Let's send this 12-year-old and try to buy some beer. No, he couldn't do it. Well, good luck. You, good job. You passed. Let's send this kid in here to try to buy some beer. Oh, you couldn't do it? Good job. You passed. Well, let's send this kid in here to buy some beer. Oh, you could do it? Guess what? You get fined now. That's how the system works. Suddenly, carding isn't good enough. <laughs> isn't good enough for vaping. You can still card to get cigarettes. You can still card to get alcohol. Carding is not good enough for death bait. Just not good enough. It's an adult product. This is an adult choice issue. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'll be damned if they ban it. I'll be damned. Just to be fair, I advocate for bodily autonomy. Your body, you put what you want into it. Uh, Just be educated. Yeah, 100%. Logan, we're on the same page. Bodily autonomy. I'm 100% in. I'm 100% in. You want to tattoo your face just purple from top to bottom? Go nuts. Do it. It's your body. I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body. Put whatever you want in your body. Just as long as it doesn't affect me. Go put whatever you want in your body over there on your own property. I'll be on my property not tattooing my face purple. Let's get back to this because I really, really want to finish this. I really, really want to finish this. 
Yeah, I can't wait for those new truth commercials. Hey, kids, want this death bait full of flavored chemicals? Death bait. Can't wait to name something death bait. Man, that's going to be good. Socialists do not like drinking. They want to control everything social about us. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't believe that Bernie Sanders wants to bur, uh, ban alcohol. It's America. <laughs> I mean, we've been through that before. Try to ban alcohol. Try it. <laughs> Try it. So let's get back here. Let's get back to this because I really, really want to really finish this. Um, there is no federal e-cigarette tax, but at least 20 states and Washington, D.C. have approved some kind of tax on e-cigarettes, according to the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids, a nonprofit advocacy organization. Minnesota in 2010 was the first state to implement an e-cigarette tax. In 2013, it hiked its tax from 35% of the wholesale price to 95%. Despite their results suggesting that e-cigarettes can help smokers quit, this needs to be more balanced against the goal of reducing vaping and nicotine use amongst youth. The public health benefits of not taxing e-cigarettes must be weighed against the effects of this decision on efforts to reduce vaping by youth. E-cigarette products have received close attention amid ongoing youth vaping epidemic and a recent outbreak of e-cigarette-related lung illnesses linked to vitamin E acetate, an additive found in some THC products. Now that little tiny paragraph right there is just rage-inducing rage-inducing e-cigarette-related lung illnesses. There was no e-cigarette-related lung illnesses. They weren't using e-cigarettes. They weren't using nicotine. It was black market, contaminated THC cartridges contaminated by drug dealers with vitamin E acetate. None of this has anything to do with what I'm holding in my hand. None of it has anything to do with any vape shops in the state of Wisconsin. I got an article for next week, man. I got an article for next week that I am pumped on. I have an AR-15 shotgun and three pistols with over 1,000 rounds, 18 beers in the fridge, and two bottles of Jack Daniels. Then they worry about e-cigs. They worry about e-cigs. You know what? E-cigs should just be included in those freedoms that you get. You get you, you have your pistols and your shotgun. You got a beer. You got alcohol. You should be able to have weed. You should be able to have vapes. That's, that's America. That's the America that I want to live in. I want to live in the America where people are okay with you doing things that they don't necessarily agree with because that's not where we are right now. That's not where we are right now and that's where we need to get. That is freedom. That is liberty. God, that's liberty, isn't it? That's liberty, isn't it? So yeah, that la that sentence it, that sentence is rage inducing. Rage inducing. President Rage and Do Thing. <laughs> President Donald Trump last month approved a spending bill that would, among other things, increase the minimum legal age from 18 to 21 for tobacco purchases, including e-cigarette products, which we haven't talked really about tobacco 21. I don't know if I talked about it. I don't know if I have or where I have talked about tobacco 21. I don't love tobacco 21, 
the libertarian in me goes, what, 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 how, 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 how can you enlist in the military and go to, well, maybe Iran and, and kill people can't have a smoke, (laughs) can't have a vape. Sorry. Here's your gun. Go shoot people, but don't smoke. That is insanity to me. And on the other flip side of it, it was inevitable. And I legitimately think it will help. And people are going to get mad at me for saying that. People are going to get mad at me for saying that. I think it'll help. There's staunch anti-Tobacco 21 supporters, and I'm not one of them. If Tobacco 21 didn't pass, I would go, oh, that's a very good thing. But now that Tobacco 21 has passed, I kind of go, that's still kind of a good, kind of an okay thing. I realize that that goes against everything I believe in. I believe in less regulations and less restrictions and more freedom, and this is actively taking away freedoms, and I get that. But I do believe that the 21 and over will help. I think it will. The military is exact from Tobacco 21? Whoa. Join the military and you can smoke at 18. Wow. Dang. Well, there you go. Increase the military age too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't constantly constantly shift the goalposts. You can't constantly shift the goalposts, man. That's a really uncool thing to do. Oh, now it's 18. Now it's 21. Oh, but voting's still 18. Just tobacco, liquor, and vaping are 21. And gambling. Oh, and you have to wait till you're 25 to rent a car. But at 18, you can, let's see, take on crippling amounts of debt. That's allowed. That's a freedom you're granted at 18. You can enlist in the United States military. That's what you get to do at 18 as well. Uh, porn, I guess you can do porn at 18 as well. Let's move the goalposts all over the place. Let's just move them. Uh, Bernard, very gracious of you. Here's 10 Canadian dollars. <laughs> death bait RDA. Wow. We're, all right. We're really pushing for the death bait RDA. All right. I'm on board. Let's do it. I'll hit up Dwayne. I'll hit up Kent. We'll do a big collab of the death bait RDA. Uh, Jake Scrapwood. The sad thing is World War I and II both had SIGs in military-provided rations. Yeah, 100%. And that is a sad thing because my grandfather, Grandpa Green, my dad's dad, was a smoker. Guess when he started smoking? Fucking military. Enlisted, shipped off, World War II, smoker, came back, smoked until he died. Just smoked through hospice smoked, just smoked. Uh, my very fuzzy memory is pipe, pipe, smoking a pipe, pipe tobacco. In fact, I have one of my grandfather's pipes in my desk. He was a pipe smoker and he got hooked on the military and it was just, here you go. The government's like, here, be smokers (laughs) here. Here you guys be smokers into the seventies. They did that. Even after the Royal College of Physicians made the link between smoking and lung cancer, and it took the the United States four years to catch up, 
even after all of that, even after there was empirical evidence that smoking related to lung cancer directly, well into the 70s, they just kept putting cigarettes and tobacco into military rations. Government is rotten to the core, rotten to the core. Unbelievable. So I don't think, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, why did I leave this up here? That was a dumb idea. That was a dumb idea. Uh, the Food and Drug Administration, I'm just going to wrap this up. The Food and Drug Administration is also planning to ban the sale of fruit-flavored e-cigarette pods while allowing tobacco and menthol flavors to remain on the market, Wall Street Journal reported this week. So here's what's wrong with this statement. <laughs> fruit, fruit, fruit-flavored e-cigarette pods. Now, that's not correct because it's not just fruit flavors. Is it just fruit flavors? Did they really get that specific to say fruit flavors? Because I don't think that's correct. While allowing tobacco and menthol flavors to remain on the market. What was the number one, what was the number one flavor that youth reported using? It wasn't menthol, but it was mint. And the differences between menthol and mint are microscopic in nature. And the idea that we're going to curb youth vaping, even though they love mint pods, we're going to curb youth vaping by banning fruit flavors, which they're not vaping, and we're going to leave menthol on the market. That makes, that makes zero sense. That's like encouraging youths to vape. Well, here's this new heavy-handed regulation. We're really going to crack down on vaping. We're really going to crack down on vaping. Uh, are you banning mint and menthol pods, the ones that the youths actually use? Kind of. <laughs> nope, we're not. It's just menthol. Still allowed. Still available. Cool. Youths are just going to move to tobacco and menthol. I mean, we don't need to be a rocket surgeon to figure this out. You definitely don't. Oh, I got some more stuff I wanted to read. We don't have time. We don't have time. Scott Gottlieb. Scott Gottlieb was uh, Scott Gottlieb was talking about the puff bars. Maybe we'll talk about that in the uh, in the vlog this week. Uh, there is some evidence that e-cigarette use can help adults stop smoking combustible cigarettes, and research suggests that e-cigarettes are less harmful than their combustible counterparts. But findings on e-cigarettes' capacity to help smokers have been mixed. Have they been mixed? I'm curious as to how they've been mixed. Was it the New England Journal of Medicine that said that they were more than twice as effective than any NRT currently on the market? I don't feel like that's mixed. I feel like that was a big, broad, three-year study that definitively showed that vapor products are more than twice as effective as any NRT currently on the market. But sure, market watch, sure. Let's just say that, let's just say that the that it is mixed. Let's just say it's mixed. And there remains concerns that e-cigarettes, which the FDA hasn't approved as a smoking cessation aid, could be a gateway to smoking cigarettes. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention also warn that nicotine use among adolescents can harm parts of the brain that control attention, learning, mood, and impulse control. That is that the worst thing that they're going to find about nicotine use in the brain is that it has it, it 
it has a it, it affects attention. It affects attention and learning. I hang on. Let me just check. Yes, smoking cigarettes still causes cancer. <laughs> smoking cigarettes still causes cancer. That's insane. How can any rational human right now in 2020 looking at all the available data still say that vaping is a gateway to smoking? Gateway effect. That's how I want to read it. I want to read it in the gateway effect. It's 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 lunacy. That's looney tunes. That's insanity. Gateway effect? Show it to me. Show me the gateway effect. That's all I care. Just show it to me. Stop saying it. Show it to me. This is what I was asking Scott Gottlieb for many years ago. Show me the epidemic. Show it to me. I don't believe you. Show it to me. Show it to me. Unreal. Unreal. (sighs) Gateway effect. We have the lowest youth smoking rates in recorded history. In the United States, in recorded history in the United States, this is the lowest that youth smoking rates have ever been, ever. And they keep going down. Year after year, they keep going down. You can't possibly say that there's a gateway effect. That's just, I mean, that's just hogwash. That's just, that's just hogwash. That's like, oh, in the trunk of my car, I got an invisible pink unicorn. Open the trunk, let me see it. You can't see it, it's invisible, man. Well, then how do you know it's pink? Because it's pink when the door is shut. When the lid is shut, there's an invisible pink unicorn in there. Yeah, double A, yes. That is drug war talk. Everybody remembers that really, really successful war on drugs? Nobody does any drugs anymore. It's incredible. The war on drugs. Wait, am I thinking of something else? I might be thinking of something else. Now I'm thinking that the war on drugs might have been a complete and total failure, waste of taxpayer money, putting nonviolent criminals into prison. That's the war on drugs I'm thinking of. That's that's it. I'm sorry. That is the war on drugs I'm thinking of. It was terrible. No, money man, I don't think vaping's going to be destroyed. Vaping's can't possibly be destroyed. There are millions of us and we all know how to vape. We all know how to mix e-liquid. We all we could all build an RDA. <laughs> Though there will be ways to vape. Vaping is not going anywhere. It's gonna, and I say this at the end of every video, it's gonna be an uphill battle. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna suck. We're gonna get kicked and we're gonna get beaten down. But vaping's not going anywhere. Can't possibly go anywhere. But it's just gonna be a real ugly battle. It's just gonna be real ugly battle for years and years and years and years. I mean, look at how long it took cannabis to finally, even now, just creeping back to being like, hey, weed, I'm back, you guys. I'm back, weed's back, just creeping in. Just a few states, just a few states here and there. How long has it taken, how long has it taken cannabis to even slightly become a a legal, socially acceptable thing? I can tell you, when I was a kid, and I was sitting there in seventh grade in my fucking dare class thinking all of these things are terrible. Drugs are terrible. Weed's terrible. 
That's what they're telling me. All this stuff is really, really bad. And then I got stoned that same week and I went, what? Why? How do you feel? I feel great. This is really that bad? Is this going to ruin my life? I don't see what the big deal is. And then you kind of start going, I don't see what the big deal is. I don't see what the big deal is. But when I was a kid, the idea of seeing a billboard for candy cush pens on Hollywood Boulevard, that might, I mean, that might as well just be some fantasy world. But now, now it's creeping back. Yeah, Massachusetts, Massachusetts, I'm sorry to anybody in Massachusetts. That state, it's like, it's Taxachusetts. It's a lot like California. It's very, it's very nanny state. And the things that they're doing make no sense. Let's ban flavored vaping products. Let's shut down all of these businesses because of nicotine. But let's definitely, definitely uh, legalize cannabis. Let's definitely do that. Let's make sure that the youths that we're using flavored vapor products to rebel with, let's make sure they don't have that option anymore, but let's make sure that they do have the option for cannabis. Let's make sure that they do have the option for THC. Where do you think the kids are gonna rebel in Massachusetts? Where do you think the youths are gonna rebel in Massachusetts? To THC, mark my words. Two, three months from now, we're gonna see some story about youth cannabis use in Massachusetts. And they're gonna go, we won't know what happened. We just re-regulated everything wrong. We re-regulated everything poorly. We created this ourselves. Now we have a a nicotine black market and a cannabis black market and a cannabis legal market. And the youths are using cannabis. And where, where did we go wrong? Unreal. Taxachusetts, yeah. Nobody remembers the Boston Tea Party, huh? Crazy. All right, you guys. Well, uh, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up. We've been hanging out strong for about an hour and a half. Um, lots of stuff going on statewide. Uh, one thing that I want everyone to do: uh, get on Casa, go to Casa, sign up, Casa.org. We can put a link in the description. Can I do that? Yeah, there it is, Casa.org. Just go there, sign up, follow the calls to actions. Um, If you wanna know what's happening in your state, you gotta go to Casa. You gotta go to Casa. If you wanna know what's happening in Jersey, you can follow uh, ChloeMTurk.net. You could obviously absolutely follow Jay Hayes. I know he's on top of what's going on in New Jersey. there's lots of uh, there's lots of really great people to follow on Twitter. I always put a link in the description, uh, a list of Twitters that I feel are beneficial that people could follow. Uh, there's a list as well. Oh, U-Haul. There's a list. Uh, we'll talk about U-Haul. Just give me one second. I do want to mention U-Haul. There's a list in the description of this video uh, of people that you should be tweeting at. And what I find to be the most effective on Twitter is to tweet at one maybe two people at a time, no more than that. Don't construct a tweet that just says, we vape, we vote, and then tag everybody. That's, that's, the, that's the wrong Twitter move to make. That's the least effective Twitter move you can make. That's essentially like calling the White House, and then when they say, and then you just go, my name's Nick, and they hang up. 
Technically, yes, you called the White House, but it wasn't effective. Technically, yes, you tweeted, but it wasn't really effective. We don't just need to be on Twitter. We need to be effective. We need to be relentless and we need to be the revolution, which I believe we are. We've been making so many huge changes, you guys, and we're all in this together. I honestly feel like I'm just a part of the biggest team that has ever existed. I'm your teammate and we're all in this together and we gotta, we gotta stay on top of this. We've got to, I'm going to have a bunch of links down in the description, uh, calls to action, join CASA, MTurk, New Jersey's happening on Thursday, uh, Washington State, California State is still going off the rails. And real quickly, in the last two minutes, two minutes of this here broadcast, that's just a Twitter pro tip. It's just got from a guy that's been on Twitter for a decade. Yeah, the vote is happening on Thursday in New Jersey. The bill looks like it's going to be bigger and worse than even in mass. Well, that's why we have phone calls, right? That's why we have, let me put this back in the description here. If you want to call, uh, I'm going to put this in the chat one more time. Use the message. If you want to call uh, Sandra Cunningham, you can call her. 201-451-5100. Call her and talk to her directly. You want to get her attention on Twitter? At Sandra B. Cunningham. These people are connected. They all have emails. They all have phone numbers. They all have Twitters. There's no reason why they all shouldn't be hearing from all of us all the fucking time. Death carts. Okay, I'll give that. Dank carts are death bait. So that's my big, uh, that's, that's my motivational thing. That's it. We are doing awesome, you guys. It feels frustrating, and I see a lot of us fighting with each other, and that bums me out, but we are really doing really well. We've all been really, really active, and we got to keep this momentum going. This isn't, this isn't a sprint. This is a goddamn marathon, and this is going to be years, years. If you're in, if you're in for years, then, then buckle up, because this is going to be a crazy couple of years crazy couple of years. So real quickly, it's 3.30 right now. I want to end this by talking about U-Haul. Yep. U-Haul hates low-income communities. U-Haul does not believe in equality of opportunity. U-Haul is discriminating against nicotine users. U-Haul is not hiring anybody. They said they might even test for it. They're not hiring anybody that uses nicotine. Nope. If you smoke, even if you're quitting using gum, they will not hire you. If you're trying to quit, they will not hire you. If you're a smoker or a vapor or a chewer or a snoozer, they will not hire you. They are just simply discriminating against nicotine users. And when you discriminate against nicotine users, smokers and nicotine users we're just blue collar dudes. We're just regular people trying to get by. And that's it. And if someone lost their job and they're a smoker and they're like, hey, maybe I go get a job at U-Haul down the street. U-Haul is going to say, nope. How much driving experience do you have? Don't care. How much customer service experience do you have? Don't care. How well praised were you at your other job? Don't care. You are a deplorable. You are a Filthy, filthy nicotine user, and you cannot work for the 
prestigious company known as U-Haul. And here's the thing, U-Haul, you wanna get real libertarian? Here's where we're gonna get real libertarian. Let's learn a little bit about how libertarians operate. I believe in the free market. I believe that the free market can solve most, if not all of the world's problems. And one of the great things about the free market is that you get to vote with your dollars. And that's just my favorite thing to do. So when a company like U-Haul does this shitty, 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 discriminatory thing, what we get to do as consumers now is vote with our dollars and never use or utilize U-Haul ever again. Because U-Haul's not the only game in town. There are mountains of moving truck companies. Like if U-Haul thinks they have this market cornered and that they can just do whatever they want, they can't. They're sorely mistaken. Boycotting is the libertarian way to go. Vote with your dollars. Vote with your dollars and not only just vote with your dollars, make sure that they know that you're voting with your dollars and make sure that everyone around you knows that you're voting with your dollars. Make some sort of public declaration. U-Haul is a shitty company. They will no longer get any of my money. I would encourage everybody I know to no longer do business with U-Haul. Get on Yelp. Say, well, I, I was, uh, you know, I'm moving in a few months and I was, I mean, I'm not moving in a few months, but you can, I'm moving in a few months and I was gonna use U-Haul, but uh, you guys don't hire smokers and I think that's really shitty, so I'm not using U-Haul. I'm gonna use Penske. Yeah, Penske has a chance to step in right now and take over U-Haul's market. And that's the great thing, and that's why I love the free market is because when companies do shitty things that you don't agree with or that you think is just shitty or you just, you just we can control the price too. Okay, this is gonna to get too far off into libertarian land, but when companies do shitty things that you think are shitty or you don't agree with, you can vote with your dollars because they are capitalists first and foremost. And if you're taking money out of their wallet, they will pay attention. Could you imagine if U-Haul just bankruptcy? Like we could put U-Haul out of business for this? That's how the markets should work. Consumers should be educated. Businesses should be transparent. And with those two combinations, save the world. Fucking save the world. Last super chat from British Eyes Only. Welcome to the Raging 20s, everyone. Check the mailbox soon, Nick, for a few cool late Christmas gifts for you and Miss Pickle. Also, many stickers. Good. Here's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna prank Pickle because she hates stickers. I'm just gonna put all the stickers that I have on, like my, on the refrigerator in the kitchen so she can just walk in and I'd be like, look, I, 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 I decorated the fridge. I decorated the fridge. Stickers everywhere. Fuck you, Hall. And the capitalist, the libertarian in me says, they're a private business. They can do whatever they want. Amazon could theoretically go, all right, uh, no more gays. Sorry, LGBT, you are no longer welcome to shop at Amazon. And Amazon would go out of business because they can do what they want as a private company, but they're not safe from the repercussions by the consumer of doing what they want as a private company. That's what makes the market so great. That's what makes the market so great. 
Anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We've gone far past 3.30. I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate you coming out. I hope you got some useful information out of there. Don't forget that federally, yes, this is still on like Donkey Kong. We're calling the White House still. Secondly, state battles are starting and state battles are really where territory is going to be gained and lost. I don't want to lose New Jersey. I don't want to lose California. I don't want to lose Massachusetts. Don't want to lose any of these places. We've been doing a really great job. And I realize it's a big ask for a lot of people. Like, you know, Logan Exhales is a perfect example. Much love, sir. Enjoy your night. Great show. Thank you, Logan. Logan Exhales is one of these dudes. And I'm just going to praise you for a second, man. You just stepped up. And you got in the fight and now you're in it for the long haul. And that is, I admire the fuck out of that. I just admire the hell out of that. So let's get on board. Let's go for the long haul. Let's, let's save vaping. Let's make sure that vaping remains safe, legal, and accessible to all adults. This is a freedom issue. I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. And I believe in this. And this is what freedom and liberty tastes like to me. Clint. Boosh. I'm going to give you a fist bump. Very, very gracious of you. So like I said, links in the description all over the place. There will be an audio version of this uh, a little bit later on this afternoon. If uh, you know, you want to listen, you want to hear, you want to listen to it again. You could be just like the biggest Grim Green fan on earth. You could be Grim Green fan 99 at hotmail.com. And you're like, I not only do I watch Tuesday, bro, Tuesday, I listen to the replay of Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. You'll have a special place in my heart. You have a special time place in my heart. Anyway, I'm done here. We're going to wrap this stream up. Once again, thank you guys so much for coming out. Links will all be in the description. And remember, it's blue. Remember that no matter what any crooked politician tells you, absolutely, you guys, keep on vaping. Peace out. Be excellent to each other. (laughs) 